Good morning, everybody. It's Dean Notton here, coach, trainer, speaker, and today, dad. <laughs> today, we're going to be talking about the key relationship of our children, with our children. <laughs> oh, I come off of a Sunday evening dinner with some of my children as they wrestled each other to the ground. I was grateful I was not in the middle anymore. <laughs> oh, uh, so welcome back to the podcast. We're excited to have you. Today, we are going to be talking about the key relationship of our children and how to help them become the best versions of themselves that they can be. Now, I'm going to make it really, really simple today because I am not going to tell you I'm the perfect parent. I absolutely am not. I can give you example after example of me screwing it up. However, however, there are resources out there. See, as we grow up, we're not taught how to be parents. We're not taught how to handle finances. I can do algebra, but I can't balance a checkbook, which some of your generation earlier guys don't even know what that is. So as we look at this today, I'm going to tell you there are people out there who are excellent parents and they have given great advice. Where do you find them? Of course, in books. And so today's topic is key relationships with your children. But I'm going to give you a couple of anecdotes. But what I really want you to do is grab a pen and a pencil pen or a pencil had a paper and I want you to write down the top three books that I recommend for parenting. Now, the first one I was going to tell you about was The Art of War. Um, <laughs> that's a joke. Really, it's not war. If you do it right, you shouldn't be at war with your kids. Now, there are times when there's battles, but you should never be at war with your children. My dad gave me some great advice, and I know every episode I seem to give you the pearls of wisdom from my father, but look what he made. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he took his, the time to try to teach me how to be a good man. And I appreciate him for that. So his piece of advice was choose your battles. You can't win every battle. So choose the ones you want to win. And then he told me about me and my long hair and how it drove him nuts after being in the Air Force for 20 years that I had long hair as a teenager. I know some of you can't imagine it. And actually this far down the road, I can't imagine it either. <laughs> But he chose that was not the battle he was going to wage. And, uh, and so he let it go. And I'm grateful for that. I am. I'm grateful for that. I, on the other hand, decided I was going to battle that one. And so I did it a little bit differently. As a parent, I decided that was the battle I was going to go after. My oldest had the long skater hair at the time. And my dearly beloved nephew was doing the same thing. And so one Sunday, I dared him to shave their heads told my Pam 50 bucks a piece if they took it down to a quarter inch. They went off giddy as all get out and they shaved each other's heads. Came back again, 50 bucks and they never grew out their hair again. Now, I don't know if that actually the 50 bucks was the motivator or they just realized how much easier it is to have no hair. I don't know. <laughs> so that is my parenting style. All right. Um, but these three books really made a big difference and I wish I would have read them before having children, okay? So the first one, actually I'm gonna add four. I'm gonna put one more on there. And we've talked about it before, so it's already on your list, but it's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Stephen Covey took the time to think. And I believe that our society, soapbox moment, our society is rigged so that we don't take time to think. We always have headphones on or earphones in, or we always have music blaring. This binge watching happening, whatever we're doing, we are inhaling data and never taking the time to process. So as I get off my soapbox about, soapbox about thinking, please take some time to think about this. 
So Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, he has a story in there about helping his son because his son was overwhelmed with the chore of doing the yard. Uh, excellent story. If you get anything else, find that story and read it. That's not one of the three books, but I just added it as a bonus round for you. All right, the three books. The number one book that I would do, now I have four boys, so the number one book is Dr. James Dobson's Raising Boys. Um, excellent, excellent book. If you have daughters, it's wonderful as well. Um, it is specifically about boys, uh, but there are some things that are very, very similar. Um, stubborn does not know a gender. <laughs> the uh, hysterically terrible twos. And if you are in that process right now and it's not funny to you, it's hysterical to the rest of us because <laughs> we all live through it, including the children, which uh, at a couple of times it was a little touch and go, I got to admit. But raising boys is wonderful because it not only talks about how to raise up boys, but it also talks about the biological changes that happen as humans mature. And so it's really funny. Now that I sit at the side, I, I'm kind of the old man in some ways. Because people are coming behind me and they have kids and they hit the one that's in fifth grade and they have the terrible two and they have the teenager that's 14 and all of those are biological changes that they are unaware of, either the parent or the child. And so as they go through this turmoil, they could make it a whole lot easier if they understood, hey, you know what, this is biology, let's figure this out. It takes all the energy out of the conversation. So understand the biology of raising a child. And you'll do much better raising a child. You'll let some of those things slide. You'll also be able to coach them on how to handle the emotional roller coasters of when hormones dump into their system all at once. And it happens overnight. I mean, it is one day they are the cute, sweet, and innocent. That's usually in fifth grade, by the way. And then they turn around and the next day they're unrecognizable. <laughs> and this book, Raising Boys by Dr. James Dobson, helped me understand that that's normal. That's normal. Happens again when they're 14 and 15. So um, be aware of the biology of your children. The second book that I would love to tell you, well, I got to think about this for a second, because one of the books, some of you are going to like freak out on. So I'll give you the other one. It's not a freak out a book. Um, years ago, uh, I coached a, a woman and she had a teenager and it was just as my children were becoming teenagers. And uh, she said, hey, this is the book that I have. She, <laughs> she's so funny. And if she's listening to this, I will not mention her name because I'm going to tell the actual story. She would leave this book on the back of the toilet. And so when her child was doing teenage things, she would go into the bathroom, lock the door, open the book, and start reading. <laughs> Hiding from the child. <laughs> For those of you who haven't got to that stage yet, trust me, it will happen. All right. So book number two. It is called Get Out of My Life, But First, Could You Drive Me and Cheryl to the Mall? It is written by a gentleman by the name of Anthony Wolf. It is hysterical. It is accurate. It is amazing. It is, it, it is amazing. <laughs> Just thinking of some of the experiences that I've had over the years because of this book. Um, so it is, uh, again, Get Out of My Life, But First, Could You Drive Me and Cheryl to the Mall? A Parent's Guide to a New Teenager. <laughs> written by Anthony Wolf. He's a PhD, awesome book. It will be as hysterical as well as rewarding, I promise you. So please pick that up before your kids become teenagers. If you currently do have teenagers, or if you wanna laugh about your teenagers, now that most of mine are above the teenage level, uh, you can reread this book for the jovial opportunity. 
All right, so book number one, right? We got that down. James Dobson, understand the biology of your children. Number two, oh, the book was called Raising Boys. Um, number two, uh, Anthony Wolf's Get Out of My Life book, Raising Teenagers. The third one was an interesting one. I got it actually at the perfect time. Sometimes these books show up at the exact time that you needed them. I had just been asked to be the new scoutmaster of a Boy Scout troop. Uh, my troop was 14, 12, and 13-year-old boys. And yeah, I had no clue what I was doing. All the people who had done this before, I had volunteered as a dad. That's easy. Dad goes there. He gets the marshmallows. I mean, it's, a, it's not really a hard gig to be a volunteer at Boy Scouts of America if you're just the parent. But as soon as they give you the responsibility of being the scoutmaster, holy cow, the weight seems unbearable. And so the first year or so, I struggled. A year and a half, actually, I struggled. And towards the end of that year and a half, um, I was given a book by my sister. And, um, <laughs> and my wife read it. And she said, you have to read this book. It will change the way you do Boy Scouts. And I said, okay, give it to me. And she handed it to me. And I said, this is a book uh, about dogs. See, Caesar Milan, one of his first books he ever wrote was called the, uh, Caesar's Way. And uh, it talked about how to handle a pack of dogs. Now, I'm not saying your beautiful child is a dog. That I'm not saying, okay? <laughs> but I'm saying they are pack animals. They absolutely are pack animals. And as pack animals, <laughs> this book is amazing. I read it. I rebuilt the entire program that I had built for Boy Scouts. And I began implementing it. And within not years, not months, within weeks, I had 14 boys under control, thriving, growing, progressing, and bonding. As a matter of fact, some of those boys are still near and dear to my heart. And we stay in contact. And so if you are out there, my Boy Scouts from previous years, I love you. I miss you. And thanks for not wrestling with me anymore. I'm not in shape anymore for that. <laughs> All right. So those are the three books that I would recommend. Number one, James Dobson's Raising Boys. Number two, Get Out of My Life by Anthony Wolfe. And number three, yes, number three, The Dog Book, Caesar's Way by Caesar Milan. If you ever really want to study a very, very wise man, I would put Caesar Milan as one of your mentors. He is very wise. And um, just check out any podcast by him, any interview, any book, anything. You spend 10 minutes listening to him and you will be sold as much as I am. So those are the three books today on raising children. Please be patient with them and ask them to be patient with you as far as your children go, because you're learning just as much as they are. So thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast today. I look forward to the next ones. Now, we've done all the key relationships I'm going to talk on for now. We are going to go into something a little more touchy over the next few weeks. And so please tune in because our next episode is called Crazy Stupid Theory. All right. So I look forward to you tuning in again on the next podcast. Have a great day. Bye.